0: So this weekend, I went to Denton, Texas, shout out, which I feel like, and this might be a hot take, or maybe everybody knows this, but I feel like Denton, Texas is the Austin of North Texas. Oh. (laughs) And you're in Austin right now. I am in Austin. Have you been to
1: Denton before? I have not. I have been to, I have been to Dallas, but I have not been to Denton. No.
0: Yeah, Denton. It's got a an art artist vibe, kind of a indie. It is probably the most like liberal area of mm. North Texas, which I feel like you know Austin is. We're, we're holding it down blue. over here with all. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was so cool. Um, we went to uh, a birthday party and then uh, walked around the, the little square, and it's just uh, such a cute little little town. I guess it's not really little, but it's just, it's very cute, and I love Denton. So Aww. anyway, shout out. Hi,
1: I'm Megan. And I'm Christina. And this is the Full Cup Club Podcast.
0: We're here to talk through the good, the bad, and the ugly of loss, whether that's losing a loved one, a job, a dream... Or even your marbles.
1: (laughs) So whether your cup has coffee, tea, or vodka in it, welcome to the Full Cup Club. Friends, on this week's episode, we are going to chat about saying your loved one's name after they pass. And a lot of times that can be hard for people. You run into someone in the grocery store and you have this whole awkward interaction and that person doesn't know what to say. But quite honestly, you just really wish that they would ask you, you know, or tell you a memory of your person, mm-hmm. and so that's yeah. what we're be chatting about today. But before we begin, Megan, what is yes. in your what is in your can today? <laughs> that sounds weird. Thank you. <laughs> what is in your cup? We're gonna go with what is in your cup today.
0: <laughs> um, thank you. I haven't even opened it yet. Oh, so without further ado, I'm gonna try. It's a new one.
1: It looks pretty.
0: It's a cute little can. It's from Trader Joe's, and it's lemon and ginger juice, seltzer water.
1: That sounds tasty.
0: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's very ginger, Oh, which I don't dislike. It was just a surprise. I don't know why, because I just read the label.
1: (laughs) I love some ginger. uh, Hmm. It's very
0: ginger. I like it. Yeah, I recommend it. It's uh, from Trader Joe's. It's called Seltzers with Splash, and it's uh, seltzer water with lemon and ginger juice. Oh. Huh. It's in such a cute little cute. retro looking okay, can. Okay, definitely
1: getting that one next time I go. Check it out. What are you drinking today? Today I am drinking a LaCroix, and it is, let me see this one. I think it's lemoncello. Lim- is that how you say that? Yeah, lemon. I think so, yeah. Shallow. Okay, let me try it. Let's see. I, t- I think I've had that one. I mean, is this your first time trying it? I, th- I believe so. Oh, that's tasty. I like that. Yeah, especially um, I have been sick for about 10 days. I don't know, somewhere in there. I've lost count of how many days I've been <laughs> sick, and the medicine I'm taking leaves a terrible taste in my mouth. So yeah. that was pleasant after what <laughs> tastes like bug spray in my mouth for a week. So, oh, no. Yeah.
0: I saw your can cooler, did you, is that
1: a new purchase? No, it's my daughter's, I'm in Texas, I am in Texas right now, well still, I guess the last time we recorded, I was in Texas, and yeah, yeah, I'm still here, and I may, this might go in my bag home with me, I don't know, we'll see, (laughs) we'll see if I make it to the flagship store or not, but if not, there's always Amazon, so. Yep, what's filling your cup metaphorically? Um, Right now? Getting to travel... Uh, before I got sick, yeah. I was traveling. So I got to see a bunch of new states and awesome. um, hopefully I will be well enough in the next couple of days to continue traveling. I have a couple more states to hit. That has just been fun to see all of the new, I love the landscape, architecture, the birds, all of the different things of traveling just to see all yeah. the new flowers and stuff like that. So
0: it's so crazy that you're in Texas right now and yet we'll still miss each other. I know. <laughs>
1: up getting sick and i'm just like how (laughs) and then and you can hear in the background my grand puppy eloise barking in the background so keeping it real here But yes. Yeah. So that's actually been another thing that's filling my cup is getting to spend time with Eloise because we just lost Mia a couple of months ago. So Mm, it's nice. My daughter keeps giving her a bad time because she'll, I haven't been feeling well. So the dog will come lay on me. And Mm -hmm. my daughter's like, come here and love on me. And I'm like, "Ah, leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've had a dog lay on me in a couple of months, so it's very sweet. So that has been yeah. filling my cup. How about you? What's filling your cup right now?
0: Well, Billy and I have been exercising. So at first, it super sucked because we are so out of shape, right? And so it was like, if we okay, if we just stick with it, it'll get better. And I feel like we're to the point now, or at least I am. I can't speak for him, but um, I'm to the point now where I'm like, okay, it. It still sucks because it's hard, (laughs) but it's not as, it's not as bad. You know what I mean? Yes. Like today I just did, I just did cardio this morning and I feel like even though while I was doing it, I was really tired. I, it gave me energy for the rest of the day, you know? Yes. And I mean, that's not like new information. This is not like some one weird trick to like (laughs) enjoy exercise, you know, but it's like when something that you know actually comes to fruition and you're like, oh yeah, I should be doing that. Yeah. That (laughs) is good for me. I am reaping these benefits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's, that's it. That's what's filling my cup is, uh, enjoying or, you know, getting to the point where I am looking forward to exercising now and incorporating it into my routine. And, you know, cause I, I was once very fit and, uh, we're, we are looking, we're looking to get back there.
1: <laughs> awesome. I had a dream the other night that I went to the gym and I was lifting weights and it's been quite a few years since I lifted. And so, yeah, yeah, maybe you're just like, you're, you know, pass those vibes <laughs> to me. Cause Yeah. I definitely am yeah. wanting to get back to that place too as well. And it, isn't it crazy how that you can – you know how good it is for you, but then it's so easy to yeah. get out of that. And then once you do it, you're yes. like, oh, what was I thinking? This is so yes. good.
0: Right. It's like, no, I'd rather just lay on the couch. But laying on the couch actually hurts. Like it hurts my back. Mm-hmm. I have a, a back injury that I'm kind of dealing with. And mm-hmm. um, But if I move and I walk, it actually helps my back. So I'm like – on top of just the regular exercise benefits and effects, it is actively helping me recover from an injury. And yet, I'm still like, no, nah, I'd rather just lay here and be lazy. Why do I do that? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Well, at least we know that there's two of us in that boat. I'm sure there are millions yeah. of other people in that boat as well. So if you are, yep. you're a part of that, like, uh, hopefully we make you feel less alone. But if you're, yep. if you're starting out, like we see you, we're there too. Yeah.
0: So, yep. Same. And if you're crushing it, you know what? Great job. Yeah, exactly. Thank you
1: for inspiring the rest of us because, yeah, Yeah. I think we all take turns. You know that? If you think about it, we all take turns inspiring Mm -hmm. each other at different times. And we all just go through things and thank God for the people who are like out there killing it, you know, so that we Mm -hmm. can see them and be inspired. And I guess probably people feel the same way with us when they see us like getting back up from getting knocked down that. Yep. they're like
0: hey if they could do it i could do it yeah that's kind of like a you know the book we're reading this month mm-hmm. is option b by sheryl sandberg and adam grant and she mentions something in that book about if you can see it then you can believe it mm-hmm. and you can have hope mm-hmm. that it's going to, you know, that you can achieve whatever you're seeing, mm-hmm. right? It's it's almost like just representation and how
1: much that matters. It matters. If you- yeah, it <laughs> so <laughs> matters. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, if you are... Anybody who has been marginalized, period, you know, mm-hmm. like when you see somebody who represents you, you know, it just like lights your heart up and makes you, helps you to realize it's possible. And so, yeah, yeah, I love that. I loved seeing yeah. representation. So, we had um, someone write in to us. Um, her name is Aaron, and Aaron asked a really great question, and it just, It worked out so perfectly, and I'll explain why in a second. So Aaron said, I think it was in episode 22, Christina said ex-husband, and I had to listen twice because I was confused. My question is, do you call your late spouse your ex-husband and it mean the same? question mark. I'm not sure of the correct vocabulary. It's like pronouns and I'm really trying hard, but I know I get them wrong sometimes and I just wonder what to say. I would never want to say the wrong thing to a widow. So um
0: That's so nice. Yes. To have that level of forethought. I know?
1: appreciate people like stopping and asking the hard questions because a lot of times we are curious and we're but we are a little afraid to ask um yeah it's funny how this episode worked out because we just replayed last week's episode was um episode 22 because Mm -hmm. it's uh, um, October and it's breast cancer awareness and in that episode in episode 22 I did say my ex-husband and that's because Mm -hmm. I do have an ex-husband so I was married in my early 20s And, um, my ex mother-in-law is who I referred to, um, in that episode, she did have breast cancer. So her name is Carol. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Carol. Um, she's living her best life in Idaho now. And, um, so yes, I did say ex husband, but I wasn't referring to my late husband. And that is a question. Um, I've seen that on the internet where people have referred to someone's late spouse as their ex and it is mm-hmm. very offensive um, if you have lost someone to yeah. the person because I promise you that I could pick up the phone tomorrow and find out how my ex-husband is doing. Mm-hmm. I can do all of those things. I can't do that with my husband. It's very different. It's not the same. Divorce is not the same as loss. Uh, death.
0: Right. And I think that it it also comes down to the choice. You've made a choice to end a relationship. Yes. You've made a choice to get divorced, right? But you didn't choose for your partner to die. I think it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And that's the main difference. So yeah, I would never call Jason my ex-husband. He's my late husband, but I, I too have an ex-husband. Uh, the person I was married to before Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there is definitely a difference there. And and I think it's really cool that you asked that question, Erin, if you're listening, because yeah, it it does matter to the widow, to the person who's lost somebody, recognizing that the person that they lost, it's not the same as breaking up or getting divorced. That's so important. It just, the difference there,
1: I guess is what I'm getting at, you know? I think one thing that when I think about ex-husband versus late husband or, you know, If it were ex-wife or late wife, it's just this idea that with an ex, you can still get some closure. You could still talk about things. You can still say, hey, you know, go back and...
0: Sorting out whatever, you know, like, hey, can you get your own Costco membership or like, hey, we need to figure out, you know, this, how to get you off these bills or yeah.
1: whatever. Totally yeah. different when it's a late spouse because that person's yeah. not there for you to get closure or work through right. things with or raise a child, you know, continue to yeah. raise your children. They're not going to, you yeah. know, all of those things. So it is definitely a difference. And it, yeah. it is appropriate to say late um, spouse. Yeah. Some people um, I'm noticing will forever say husband. Um, I think uh-huh. when I talk about Michael to people, I'll say, yeah, my husband, they will know that I lost my spouse um, if they already know mm-hmm. I'm a widow. And so I will say in past tense, but there are some people who will forever just say my husband will, my, when my husband was alive or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So you just kind of listen to the cues of maybe how that person's handling it as well, how they like to refer to their spouse. Yeah,
0: that's a great point. Just take direction from the widow, right? I think it's a good rule of thumb to say your late husband, your husband who passed, your wife who passed, uh, your late wife, your late spouse, whatever, like use the word late, Um, But yeah, taking cues from the person is a really smart suggestion.
1: You know, and if you know the person, like if I were talking to um, my friend, Patra, who lost her husband right before I lost Michael, I would probably say, you know, when I would use her husband's name, I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, that time when John and I would you know, use his name. So I think it's appropriate to use their name when at all possible. If you knew them, um, yeah, it's best to say their name. And that's really important to those of us who have lost someone because we want people to talk about our spouse. We want people to tell us stories because you hold those memories that we may not have. And it lights our heart up when you talk about the time that, you know, maybe you, you know, were at work and this funny thing happened. And it's a story that I've never gotten to hear. My children have never gotten to hear. And so um, when people do that, I just love it so much and I appreciate it. And I know it might be scary for the person if you've never done that before, if you've never told a story to somebody who's lost, but I promise you that it means the world to them that you would say mm-hmm. their name and share a story and share a memory that you have.
0: Yeah. And I think that kind of leads into the point about where you should ask about the person to ask about, how you met? You mm-hmm. know what was your first date? Yes, things like that. I, you know, in both of the books that we've read for the full book Cup Club, they mention that. Mm-hmm. So Nora in the Hot Young Widows Club, she went to a conference and she was like, "What do you want people to ask?" Or the there was like a form she filled out, and it said, "What do you want people to ask you about?" And she said, "My dead husband."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in um, option B, Cheryl Sandberg was. At, at I don't remember the circumstances at a party or a conference or something where uh people were telling the stories of how they met. She was in a room full of couples and they skipped over her mm. so because she wasn't there, her husband died right, so he wasn't there, and so they skipped over her and um so she didn't get to share the story of how she and her husband met, and she was mm. hurt by that, you know, so I think it's important to include widows mm-hmm. when you're asking and and treat them just like you would a couple that you know where both people are alive Mm -hmm. you know widows and widowers and and people who aren't married but still lost their person right not everybody is married
1: right I was at a conference a few years ago and they did this thing was um, called stand up for your sister and Mm, you fill out the all of these things and it's it's because a lot of times people won't stand up for themselves and say hey this happened to me but they'll stand up for somebody else and say I'll fight for this person on this person's behalf. Mm-hmm. So you go through and you fill it out and you know there's really hard things on there like you know I had was assaulted, sexually assaulted, I this uh, it's just a whole list. And then what happens is they pass all of these papers around the room and you do not know whose paper you end up with. And they, they read the first one off, and you stand up. So you're standing up for somebody that you don't even know that they have checked this box on the paper. And I remember uh-huh. being at this conference before Michael died, a few months before he died. And there was a part that said about, and they were saying, I lost, and it was loss, experiencing loss. And I remember uh-huh. wishing that right next to that, that the person had written the name, because they had lost Mm. a child, and that they had written their child's name. And so Mm. I think, like, even then, I realized how important it was, because just to have somebody, it's the idea of someday, someone will say your name for the last time. Mm -hmm. And so keeping a person's memory alive by saying their name is huge to a family. So telling your kids about the time that you went on this you know vacation with your friend and the funny things and their kids keeping those memories alive because they knew your spouse Mm -hmm. is huge so yeah
0: yeah I agree so stand up for your sister I've heard of that before it's like you so I want to make sure that people understand the idea of it it's like you write down something you've been through on a piece of paper and then you fold it up and then you like you you pass it to the person in front of you and then they pass it like three people to the right and then it goes mm-hmm. like five people back and so you don't know you're like trading all of these
1: pieces of paper right in the room and yeah it's a list of like 25 I think it was about 25 things that you check off if you've experienced any of these and so it's fully anonymous yeah okay it's totally anonymous yeah and
0: then you don't know where your paper ends up right not at all there's no way that somebody would be able to like know that you wrote whatever it was so it's just like no. being in a room and seeing these people stand up for for
1: something you've been through I bet that's really powerful it is incredibly powerful um to experience and to realize that you're not alone in a lot of times people think they are alone in something and um they're mm-hmm. the only ones and to see hundreds if not sometimes thousands of other people stand up with you is is pretty moving yeah not something you forget easily yeah so yeah I was just like man I wish you know when I'm looking and it's saying that they lost their daughter to know their daughter's name at that moment you know I was like I do wish that they had written that down so yeah I guess that takes away some of the anonymity though yeah. But, but I do
0: see what you mean. And that's the point. We, we want people to remember their name and how they laughed and, you know, things like that.
1: Yeah. I remember, this is just a random memory, but it, every once in a while it hits me, you know, he, Michael died just a couple months after I went to that conference. And I was in, I was actually in, um, where you live, not far from where you live yeah. at this conference. And I remember finding out that there was a woman who left there that um, her friends had let everybody oh. know that her husband had died unexpectedly while she was gone. Oh. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, my goodness, this woman went to this conference and then she went home and her whole world changed while she was gone. Oh, my goodness. And then going through that a few months later was just like, whoa, whoa. You know, and so, yeah, I don't know who that woman was, but yeah, it just, that's not something that you forget.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, do
1: you have anything else to add? I just think that if, if something in you, and I know I've said this before, is you feel like you're being guided, led, I don't know what word you would want to use, But to reach out or to send a card or something like, hey, I recognize, like, we're coming up on the 25th anniversary of you losing a child.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I just. You know, where you don't even have to say anything. You can just send a card. Hey, thinking of you. And write the child's name in there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 25 years later, even if it's 50 years later, it yeah. still means something to a family member. So if that feels weird to you, if something feels like, why am I doing this? You don't know what it means to the family member. It's, if
0: you think it's going to trigger sadness or something, it's not. It's going to it's gonna make the person feel good that you remembered yes the person that nobody else does, you know? Yes. It's uh, very meaningful to them to have somebody talk about whoever they've lost. It doesn't have to be a spouse. It could be a a best friend, you know? But to have somebody use their name and ask questions and remember the person, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: it feels like you're the only person that remembers them. Because people stop asking, people stop coming around, Um, people stop talking about them because they have lives and their lives move on and they weren't as close, you know? Mm -hmm. So then you're, you're kind of stuck in this very, um, lonely space where it feels like you're the only person that remembers. So when somebody does remember and uses their name, it means way more than you would think.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I agree. Okay, friends. Well, as usual, if you have a question or a story, um... Send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. You can you can slide into our DMs. And, uh, or you can email us to at fullcupclubpodcast at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you. If you think that you are going to be annoying or um, we get way too many messages or anything like that, you're wrong. We don't. We love it. So <laughs> please, please uh, chat with us off off the podcast, you know, where it's a two-way conversation. <laughs>
1: yes we love hearing from you and thank you again aaron for submitting that question Mm -hmm. okay
0: friends while the time has come so whether your cup is empty half full or overflowing raise it up here's to the craziness of life after loss Cheers. cheers Thank you so much for being here with us. Please subscribe to our podcast if you found it helpful. And you can also find us on social media on Instagram at full cup club podcast. And if you search full club club podcast on Facebook again, thanks friends. And we'll see you next time.